Providence, Southern New England Sports Original, 103.7 WEEI. Always live on the free Odyssey app. You're listening to Mark and Kitchen. Look for Mark on Twitter at Mark Dondero, 103.7 WEEI, Southern New England Sports Original. Been a hell of a rap, but I'm thinking it's time to grow. All right, hour two of the Martin Kitchen Show. Mark Dondero, Scott Cordishi with you. Kitch out sick today, a little food poisoning, not feeling good. Um, we wish him well. Listen, uh, you know, the Bill Belichick stuff, it does feel real now. It does feel like Pat McAfee and these people, they do know something that we maybe didn't know and that it will be. It, it's fascinating to me, Scott. And you brought it up, you alluded to it. How, you know, quickly, or maybe it was a caller, how quickly things are going to have to get in order and get figured out when this season is over, if they're going to move on, if they're going to hire a general manager, if they're going to hire a coach after the general manager, what they're going to do. You don't have a lot of time to examine your feelings. You better be doing that now because when the season ends, that this is the, I mean, we're already talking about the draft and it was Thanksgiving, you know, a few weeks ago. This off season is one of the most important in the history of the craft era. Uh, you better be ready to make a move fast at the end of this year. And, and that's going to be a fascinating thing to watch unfold. I agree with you. And, and, you know, th- that's no small thing. I, uh, you know, and I've always said, if you're going to bring in somebody, if you're going to overhaul the personnel department to me, go out to San Francisco and grab somebody from John Lynch's staff. Cause they just seem to get it right time after time, after time. The one, one thing they didn't get right. And they moved on very quickly was Trey Lance, the drafting of Trey Lance, but it didn't impact them because They've got so many other superstars uh, on that team. So, like, I know, like, Adam Peters is, like, the assistant GM. I don't know. Is that a guy that the, the Patriots go after? Because their personnel department's a mess. When you look at the drafts they've had over the last now six, seven, eight years, you look at some of the moves they made in free agency that one big year a few years ago when they spent all the money outside of Judon, not, not a lot has really worked out. So, uh, I would look towards a team like San Francisco to see – who I could maybe talk to to bring in to try to run things here. Yeah, and it's interesting. San Francisco, they draft, you know, they draft Trey Lance. And when was that? 2021. He was the third pick overall. And then they draft Brock. Now, maybe it was an accident, but they draft Brock Purdy the next year. And he could be the MVP this year. I don't know. Is he the favorite for MVP right now? Um, I would say Dak Prescott is, but and yeah, I, would put Tyree Prescott. Kill, I would put Tyree Kill. Too many people vote for quarterbacks. Freaking Tyree Kill when he's healthy. That guy should be, like, at the top of the MVP list. Well, especially if he ends up with 2,000 yards. And, yep. he, you know, I don't know if he's going to play this week. He was a little banged up. He, he hasn't practiced, but he's, like, 458 yards away from 2,000. So, and he said he wanted to achieve that before the season started. If Miami finishes strong – um, yeah, you make a case for him. Dallas, it'll be interesting. They have a pretty tough schedule down the stretch. Um, so, you know, it, it's going to be – the the AFC is interesting to me. And I don't know. We can get into this. The Chiefs coming in. Um, they, I don't know what it is, Scott, but they don't look the same to me. And I obviously do. the weapons the, are why, one why thing. Receivers suck. The receivers suck. But Mahomes doesn't look – something about Mahomes He's frustrated. doesn't look the same. They have an eight. Their wide receivers have an eight percent drop rate, which is by far the worst in the NFL. That's what it is. He's got one guy he can rely on, Kelsey, and when his backs are healthy, yeah, he can throw to them out of the backfield too. But the wide receivers, 
I mean, they've always had good targets. Tyreek Hill, we just talked about. He misses them. They, their wide receivers have let them down big time. Who, who's your Super Bowl right now? If you had to pick right now, who's in I the Super Bowl? I think San Francisco is the best team in the league right now, so I would put them in the NFC. Yep. But I think the NFC race is going to be interesting because I know Philly's been struggling, but I still think Philly and Dallas are really good. In the AFC, the team that looks the best, but I still don't believe in them come playoff time, is Baltimore. Like, the yeah. Ravens look like the best team in the AFC right now. Every other team has warts. I don't know. Is Mark Andrews even playing? No, he's not he's even hurt. playing. Is he's he? out for the season. He's out. They right. That's right. They well, he was out for the year, but then they sort of backtrack and they thought right. He's not as injured as they thought. He's not even playing. Okay, that's a huge injury for them. Um, I don't know what to make of the AFC right now. I don't know what to make. I'll tell you the only thing I do know. Um, I am rooting for Buffalo to make the tournament, make the playoffs. I, it'll be more interesting if Josh Allen is a part of the playoffs. I have no interest in whoever's in that spot, the Steelers or whoever's there. I want Buffalo to find a way in. Um, and I don't know. Buffalo would be, you know, they're as good of a candidate as any. I still don't know if they have the weapons or the horses on defense injuries. But if Allen got hot, I could see them giving anybody they play problems. And with the ASC feeling a little open, I think that could be interesting. I don't know who the favorite in the conference is right now. I like Jacksonville before the year. I'm not convinced they can get to the Super Bowl. Um, does feel kind of like Baltimore could find a way if their defense plays well to sneak in there. It's an interesting. I, I would not count out Mahomes in Kansas City because of Patrick Mahomes. Sure. And, and, and by the way, their defense is pretty good too. So sure. if for somehow, some way, their receivers can get their heads out of their asses and start catching balls – they could be a factor down the stretch. But I, I would agree. I think right now, today, as we speak, I think Baltimore is the team that looks the best in that conference. And, and Mahomes playing a road playoff game, too. That's something that he has never done. He's never played done. neutral say Never done that. That will be interesting theater just to watch. And to, I mean, if they have to go to Baltimore or something like that, I'd be interested to see how that unfolds. All right, just with Bill Belichick. And we're going to have plenty of time to do this, but I'm thinking of it right now. This story comes out this week or the report, whatever you want to call it. What, what are you going to think of first, Scott, when you think of Belichick's time with the Patriots? Obviously, he's had s multiple signature moments. I just want to know what's the first thing that you'll think of personally when you think of Bill Belichick. Look, I, I, I'll, I'll fully admit I'm a Belichick honk. I always have been. When, when Brady left, I still thought it was like Belichick 60-40, Belichick 70-30. I've now admitted the error of my ways. Clearly, Brady had a lot more to do with the 20-year run of success than Belichick. I still love Belichick. How am I going to think about him? Here's what I think about first when I think about Bill Belichick. His brilliant Super Bowl 36 game plan to hit Marshall Falk on every snap of the football, which helped them beat the heavily favored Rams. A defense that in the early 2000s, confounded Peyton Manning and the Colts. Manning would put up these video game numbers during the regular season. Come playoff time, the Patriots would find a way to shut him down. Uh, I, would, I, I think about him meeting with Tom Brady weekly early in his career because Brady wanted to understand what defenses were trying to do to him and the Patriots offense and helping school Brady and make him a better player. I think about the acquisitions of guys that were troubles, uh, troubled guys like Corey Dillon and Randy Moss and how they became stars here in New England. The Wes Welker acquisition. I think about the good stuff. That's what I think about when I think about Bill Belichick. I'm so thankful that he has, you know, led this franchise to six Super Bowl titles. I don't think about his 
terrible personality, his lousy press conferences, the fact that the Patriots haven't been good since Brady left. That's not the stuff I choose to focus on. I focus on the good stuff. You know what's funny that you didn't even mention? What? The, the decision to stick with Tom Brady and that whole thing with Drew Bledsoe. That was the most important thing that he ever did. I, I, I mean, the amount, the, the balls he had to have to make a decision like that in that moment in real time with all the pressure, especially, you know, maybe this made it easier for him to make this decision, but they were 5-11. and 11, um, Then they were 0-2. Brady was good. He wasn't lighting the world on fire, though. It's not like it was night and day, Drew Bledsoe, Tom Brady. They were winning more games. That decision w- was... I mean, you you could make a career off of that decision alone. I choose, though, like you, the one that I always think of first is is the Rams game plan. I mean, the great the greatest show on turf, and you had the Super Bowl on turf in New Orleans. To to come to shut them down like that in that spot was as impressive. I mean, Tom Brady was good in that game. He had nothing to do with that defensive game plan and how they approached that game and the mentality that they needed to have to win the game the way they did and to to play that type of game against that type of team. That was all Belichick. That, to me, is the signature moment. For me, as much respect as I have for him making that decision on Brady, and you could argue it was probably more important in the long term, that game plan, I mean, that was everything. The game plan there, you mentioned the Peyton Manning ones and and the other things, even Pittsburgh. Games against the Steelers. I thought Belichick had a big hand in a lot of those games, in those wins. Um, you don't think, though, when it's when it's all said and done, you don't really think that Patriots fans are going to have a an unhealthy appreciation for Bill Belichick. Do, like, are they going to? They're not going to not rise to the occasion and give him his just due, right? Uh, look, I'm going to tell you something. There's a lot of Patriot fans that just want him out of here, that have are fed up with him, want him out, and and I look, I get some of that sentiment, but I think it's overboard. I don't think they're remembering all of the great things that he did for this franchise. So yeah, there are going to be some fans that are like that. I think what happens, and it's only natural, is he'll be gone, and after a few years. They'll, they'll, even the people that hate Bill right now want him out, I think will learn to appreciate him and the things that he and the franchise accomplished when he was here. I mean, you have to. I, even the most bitter or, or fan that's the most fed up with Belichick or whatever, I mean, you can't think it was all Tom Brady. It was more Tom Brady. But all Tom Brady? Tom Brady needed a lot of what Bill Belichick offered. I still don't think Brady wins six Super Bowls here. Nope. If Belichick wasn't the coach, he'd win multiple probably, um, but not six. And it just it wouldn't happen. I thought they were perfectly aligned, and it's I can't imagine that this region is not going to have the appropriate level of respect for Bill Belichick when it's all said and done. We'll see how it ends. We'll see how it goes. What he says, where he goes, um, the whole thing with draft compensation. Do they fire him? Do they trade him? Does he want to pick where he? I mean. We talked about the Chargers, and we brought this up earlier. That's major, major change for a 72-year-old man or whatever he is to go to Los Angeles and become – I mean, that's – you're older at that point. Do you want to really make that change? I know the record's out there and all of that, but I don't know. I I do still think he'd want to coach. I I think he wants that record. But it's – you know, he never – would it surprise you if he didn't want to coach? Uh, would – no. 
I, it would not. I mean, at his age, do you really want to go somewhere and start over? Do you want to? I know he loves Nantucket. Do you want to, like, uproot where you live and all that? I, I Believe me, a big part of me does think that he wants that record, Shoeless record. But another part of me says, you know what? What else do I have left to accomplish? I, I won more Super Bowls than any coach in the history of the National Football League. So, no, it, w- it wouldn't stun me. The one thing I do think is going to happen, and I don't know if you saw this, but Greg Bedard reported this, people within Patriots ownership, do not believe that this is going to be an amicable parting of the ways. In other words, they don't think that Belichick is going to just rubber stamp, oh, yeah, you can trade me to this team for a first or a second-round draft pick. So it, it could kind of get ugly the way it did with Parcells on his departure if Bill still wants to coach elsewhere. You know what, though? With Parcells, Parcells, I mean, when they were when he left, why that was so messy and why it was ugly and, and Robert Kraft didn't look great or whatever. They had just gone to the Super Bowl. That team was on the ascent. You hadn't been good in years, and, and Parcells comes in, and all of a sudden you're good, and then all of a sudden you're in the Super Bowl. And to see it end that quickly in that fashion at that time was extremely disappointing. Um, and you didn't know if you were going to ever get back there. You weren't some winning championship organization at that point. The Belichick stuff is a lot simpler for Robert Kraft in my mind, than, than the Parcells thing. You know exactly where you are. You know exactly what you are right now, and you know exactly what Bill Belichick is right now. You know his age. You know what he's done for you. You know what he's done with the quarterback position since Tom Brady left. I think if you're Robert Kraft, you can operate with a ton, a ton of conviction. And like I said, you walk in, and you have that meeting, and you put your hand on his shoulder, and even if he is raging mad and upset and it's not going you put your hand on his shoulder, and you smile, and you thank him for everything that he did for you. And but you just explain up. that so you're So let me ask on. you this. If you're Bob Kraft, though, do you say – Bill, we're moving on from you, but I'm retaining your rights because you're under contract for another year. So if you want to coach somewhere, I'm going to trade you to a team and get compensation. Or do you say, out of respect for everything you've done to the franchise, by the way, like he did for Tom Brady, he told Tom Brady he would not franchise him after his last season. Do you say, out of respect to you, Bill, you know what? I'll let you go. You can, you're free to go to any franchise you want. What do you do well, if you're Bob Kraft in that situation? I mean, the best thing for the football team would be to obviously get the draft compensation if you could get a pick for him. Um, but as a human, I'd probably let him – I'd probably ask Bill how he wants it to end, and I'd go with what he wants. So what do you think Kraft will do? What do I think he will do? I think he'll yes. do that. I think he'll adhere to Bill Belichick's wishes and do it the way Bill wants it done. I think okay. that Kraft's position will be we're moving on. Whether you like it or not, that's the stance he's going to take. That's where he'll stand firm, air quotes. I think he'll I think he'll, he'll, he'll let Bill Belichick sort of outline how he wants it done. Does he want to resign? Does he want to go somewhere else? Does he want to do something out of appreciation for what he's done for him for so many years? That's what I think, and I, I, I wouldn't really get too upset about it at this point. And then what if Belichick, if he does do that, and Belichick finds a good spot like a Buffalo or a Dallas and goes out and wins and, and possibly competes for and wins another Super Bowl. How does that make Bob Kraft look? Well, I, I, it doesn't make him look as bad as Brady because that was – Brady, you could have kept – Brady, they could have done more here. With with I, I do – like I said, I think Belichick will be good if it's the right situation. I just don't ever think it could be good enough with him here again. I think it's over here. And sometimes you just need a change. Yep. 
You know, I don't know if it was like I don't know if it was like that with Bruce Cassidy and the Bruins, and maybe they, you know they needed a change. I mean, both teams had great years in different ways last year, obviously. So maybe it was just the best thing for everybody involved. Yeah. I don't think here it's going to happen again. I think the culture is too fractured. Everything that he's done is sort of a mess right now in the Patriot way. You know, the, I don't want to say he's been exposed. It's just, it's not, it's too messy now. I don't think he'll ever be able to do enough to get it back. He's not going to draft well enough to get it back to what it was. It's just over and it's okay. He's going to be fine if he goes to a place with weapons, with a quarterback. And I wouldn't get upset if I'm Robert Kraft or worry about that necessarily. It was never going to happen here. You got to move on. You got to see what's out there and, uh, and do what's best for this team. I don't know if it'll, you know, be playing hardball and trying to get a draft pick. I mean, do you think Kraft's going to do something different? What do you think he's going to do? No, no I, I, I kind of agree with you. I think out of deference to Bill, I think he'd just sit, let him go and release him from the final year of his contract. But uh, it, that does conflict with what's best for the franchise. What's best for the franchise is if you can get a high draft pick for him, why wouldn't you do that? Um, but I think if he does that, then I think it becomes a contentious breakup, and I don't think Kraft wants that. No, he. I mean, this is, I mean, this is the official end. So – you know, this is, it's not getting any, there's no one else after Belichick. That's the official end of the diet's craft, but he's the one that's going to go down with the ship eventually. And I don't mean that in a morbid way. Let's sneak in a quick call from Ralph and Cranston before we go to break. Good morning, guys. You know, hey, Ralph. if I think of a negative with Belichick, I, I don't really like the, you know, the bashing and everything. You know, I mean, come on. We saw 20 years of him and Brady, and they, they were great. Team, I give it 50-50. Brady had a perfect coach for him. And like one of you said, you know, I mean, he picked Brady when, when Belichick, I mean, when Bledsoe came back and, and Brady had got hurt for one game, he went right back. He knew what he wanted to do. You know, but his refusal to change with the times is the thing that really says, come on, Bill. You know, you needed speedy wide receiver. He's a good offensive line. He didn't do that in the last two years. But we've seen a lot of athletes down through the years. People get down on them. They got down at Ted Williams at one point. Yastrzemski was being booed. When the smoke clears, I think people are going to finally say, you know what, we had a lot of, lot more better times with this guy as coach, and he's going to be honored and hailed. I think Kraft, without a doubt, is going to look at him and say, if, he's, if this is it, you know, he's going to appease him, whatever he wants to do. If he doesn't want to be traded, Kraft's not going to do it. Kraft's going to look at this guy and say, you know what? I think we all agree in our organization we have to move on. But how do you want to do it? Do you want to leave us? Do you want? That's what I really think is going to happen. But when I look at the long, the pitcher guys, we had a lot more uh, uh, the wonderful games and wins and Super Bowls than the, the, the bad stuff. And it's just too bad he just was so uncongenial with the media and fans. You know, he'd be, he wouldn't be being trashed like he is now because the media is causing this. They're trashing him, and, you know, you got the Felga people trashing him all the time. And that's what the fans are doing. The fans are taking off that. But, guys, if you look at this realistically, there was so much more good that Belichick brought here. You know, and that's how I think he should be remembered. 100%. Thanks for the call, Ralph. Listen. Um, I also, I'm just thinking about it, Scott, where it's like after Tom Brady, you would have thought he would have had fire in his eyes to try to prove that it wasn't just Brady and it was me and it was more me than Brady. And I would have gone out and gotten the best roster, the best quarterback, specifically the best quarterback. And I look at what he did, Cam Newton, and then he drafted Mac Jones at 15 overall. We're not even sure if he actually wanted Mac Jones. I mean, that's up for debate. 
Um, and then I look at some of the coaching hires, my buddies, my boys, weird, th- weird position, you know, Joe Judge and Matt Patricia. And it's like, you know, maybe he's maybe he doesn't want to coach anymore. Maybe he just wanted to be comfortable and do what he loved. And he did it with the people that he wanted to do it with. And he hung out with the people he wanted to be around. And now that this is over, if it's going to end in New England, maybe he says, I'm good. And he doesn't have that fire from within to win like he used to in terms of starting from scratch and doing whatever was necessary, whoever you had to hire, whatever you had to do to win. He liked the process. He likes the process. He wanted to still continue to work with that process because that's what he always did. He knew New England, obviously. He had the people around him that he liked. If that ends, I don't know. Maybe he doesn't want to do it anymore. Just like based I, on the lack of urgency I've seen since Tom Brady left, especially with the quarterback position. Um, but we'll have more time to talk about this as the next few weeks unfold here. All right, when we get back, a quick Red Sox point. And Tom Brady's baseball card came out this week. I have something to say about that. This is the Mark and Kitchen Show. Scott Cordishi in for Kitch.